I think one of the best ones, and I think it's, I think maybe the best one is no glove, no love. There it is. And that should be it. That's- the Penn Ohio Backyard Bungalow Radio Show brought to you by G&J Fencing. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 And this. So, yeah, rubber would help. I, like think, I think I just if thought you tap it. on this, no matter what, you're going to get noise. I don't right. care what surface right. it's on. Right, exactly. But the problem is, is people, people keep wanting to do this. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Save that for Halloween. A big rubber pad. Speaking of rubbers. but um ching Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Okay, there we go. Now say it again. Speaking of rubbers. Wow. We are adding sound effects to our podcast. We are we are going to the next level. This is what I sit here and do all day. All right. I didn't realize this, but our current podcast that we are going to record at this moment mm-hmm. is coinciding with National Condom Week, which is February 13th through the 21st. So we're going to deep dive into condoms. I, I, I think there should be some discussion. Now, first, before we start talking about the condom itself, I'd like to talk about the celebra- the celebratory week that is ahead of us. Now, of course, if you have an event that needs celebrating, there needs to be slogans for that week. Don't you agree? I would agree. Isn't this interesting that Condom Week coincides with Valentine? Is it Valentine? Do you say Valentine Day or Valentine's Day? It's Valentine's Day. Okay. According to most things I see, but we're not going to have that discussion because I'm not a big fan of the made up reasons to spend money and to market love. It's my least favorite holiday. Well, that and sweetest day. It, it, it's a little. Uh, oh, don't every get, day should be Valentine's Day. Well, every I tell I tell my wife that until it's Valentine's day. day. And what are we doing today, honey? Are you taking? Did you buy me something nice? Did you get me a card? Does your wife want it the day of, or is your wife appreciator of the day after sales? No, no, my. It's more of an event thing. It's the it's the fact that it's been there for as long as we've been alive, and everyone blows it way out of proportion. And women, being of the romantic nature they are more than men, attract to those kind of events like a magnet. That was very brilliantly and diplomatically stated. Thank you. And so... Um, <laughs> I, because of my work schedule, Valentine's Day is not always celebrated on the day based on my schedule. But sure. we do try to celebrate it. But I, I'm not cheap, but I'm personally a fan of handmade things, hand, you know, cooked meals. Oh, yeah. Time together. I agree. A hundred percent. I'm not a big fan of going crazy with luxurious dinners and expensive cards all right so i'm gonna tell you before we get back into the national condom week we we, we, down we we have delved into something i wasn't planning on delving into but i will tell you this year i'm going to take my wife and we're going to get pedicures okay good for you i i get it 
I and, think that's a cool And that could be gesture. a conversation in itself because I had my, she got me to do my first pedicure about a year ago, and it was an experience that I think every human being should do to have someone else do things to their feet. I once, once. that sounded really sexual. <clears throat> no, but we, I'm going to tell you radio. what there is a homeopathic, some kind of healing thing that's it. going on when your feet are cleansed. Okay, so I'm going to stay on track with you here, but real quick, since we've gone down this road. Um, I have a real tough time with people touching my feet. <gasps> you and really, my wife. I have a very, very difficult time. I was actually involved with a uh, rock station up in Erie uh, back in the day, and we actually did a Super Bowl party, four men, a men's night out at a spa, where all of these women at the spa took care of massages, okay. pedicures, manicures. And, and I was getting, this already. at that point, I was getting manicures. And we had so much fun with it on the air. It was a fun promotion. It was really interesting to see the cross section of guys that came together to watch football, wear bathrobes, smoke cigars, drink brandy, and get pampered. And it was actually a good time. Um, I lasted 30, not even 30 seconds into the pedicure. Yes. However, this spa at the time had the little fish. Have you seen the little fish? What? I forget what they're called. What are you talking? You the ones so you put your feet in you and put they put your like feet suck. into a bath yeah. and the little fish swim around and, and they clean your feet. Like little baby mores. That I liked. That was cool. And my and they did a fantastic I mean, all the callus. Great. Yeah. No. You just sit there and it just it's so like mini little like Disney piranha. Yeah. Nice. Chewing away. I like that. Mm. I, I did. Nice. So we're going to do that, and then she's going to cook us a nice meal. So it's a, a very simple, but like you said, when it's more like that, and you're not like going and dropping $200 at a fancy restaurant and a bottle of wine and a dozen roses and mm -hmm. a box of chocolate-covered strawberries and all the typical stuff that you do, I am a big fan of the card. I do like cards. Don't get me wrong. I like to get a nice card mm -hmm. that has space inside it, and I like to write some of my own feelings on top of whatever feelings some uh, guy on marijuana was writing Valentine's Day cards at Hallmark one day and got all crazy <laughs> and romantic. That would have been me. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so those Hallmark boys, boy, I can see them. Little cubicles trying to write romantic Valentine's Day cards. I promised Beth Ann uh, my big Valentine's Day gift to her this year is she gets a week of rom-coms, and I'm going to sit and watch with her. God bless you. And so we're going to do Sunday through Saturday of this coming week. She gets a rom-com every evening. Mm -hmm. Okay. La La Land, I know, is on it that I've been putting mm -hmm. off, and I'm looking forward to La La Land. Okay, you'll There's, enjoy that. I, I know I did. I my wife made me watch that, and I I've, did enjoy it. I At the time when it came out and it was all the thing, I was alone. And mm -hmm. so that's one of those movies I feel like I've been saving well, to share with I someone. Hope, is, is When Harry Met Sally on your list? I don't know. It's her It's her call. She also, for my 70s show. I'll have what he's having. For my 70 at 7 show, I allowed her to do my job. And she got to pick her 
like 14 or 15 uh, favorite 1970s love songs. That's fantastic. And so I'm going to write a show around it. Very nice. So that's what we're doing. Very good. Okay, so let's get back to your thing. This is a special week. We need slogans. Uh, all right, we need slogans for National Condom Week. All right, here is my list. <laughs> oh, that's... I have a prepared list of yes. slogans for National Condom Week. Are you ready? Latex. It's not just for breakfast. Cover your stump before you hump. <laughs> before you attack her, wrap your whacker. <laughs> I have 21 of these. I can could, I could see your karaoke. And we're going to do all 21. I see all of your karaoke shows now for the next few days. This is brilliant. Don't be silly. Protect your willy. That's a good one. When in doubt, shroud your spout. <laughs> Don't be a loner. Cover your boner. You can't go wrong if you shield your dong. <laughs> oh, man, I need a gong. If you're not going to sack it, go home and whack it. <laughs> If you think she's spunky, cover your monkey. <laughs> We're halfway there. If you slip between her thighs, be sure to condomize. Oh, nice. If you, uh, oh, wait, it will be sweeter if you wrap your Peter. Mm -hmm. uh, that's all right. She won't get sick if you wrap your dick. <laughs> That, that also has STD connotations to it. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh when I read these. If you go into heat, package your meat. <laughs> While you're undressing Venus, dress up that penis. penis. You have a problem with your penis. When you take off her pants and blouse, suit up your trouser mouse. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Especially in December, gift wrap your member. Nice. Never, never deck her with an unwrapped pecker. Pecker. <laughs> Don't be a fool. Vulcanize your tool. <laughs> <laughs> That's big in Pittsburgh. The right selection? Protect your erection. Mm -hmm. Wrap it in foil before checking her oil. <laughs> <laughs> A crank with armor will never harm her. <laughs> and of course, I think one of the best ones, and I think it's, I think maybe the best one is no glove, no love. There it is. And that should be it. OJ. Those are our, those we'll are our possible <laughs> slogans for National Condom Week coming up this February 13th through the 21st. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by the fine folks at Trojan. Free condoms will be passed out at all simply at karaoke shows during this period. <laughs> you will be handing out condoms, won't you? I'm seriously considering it. You've done that before, I Yes, think. I have. Now, I, I, do you remember? You don't remember. And I, we, we don't do video for this, so maybe I'll post it on my website. National Condom Week back in the uh, early 90s was actually celebrated at one point to the point that they had a a mascot. I Yeah, okay. He was Captain Condom. Mm -hmm. He was like a superhero. 
Right. And he had a cape and a little outfit. And then his head was basically the top of a condom with the little the little receptacle tip. And so it was, it was white. Right. Like fate, like instead of being clear. So I have a shirt that I found that I got back in the 90s that I still own that has Captain Condom on it. I'm, I'm going to show it to you. Our viewers obviously aren't going to get to appreciate it as much. But this is, hold on, this is, I'm going to show you the shirt. You know, it's interesting that Captain Condom disappeared about the same time Jared from a subway did. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. There could be some. That, that's that's almost coincidental. This is Captain Condom. Yes, I do remember that. Now, back in my Irish Bob's days, you know how seriously I took my Halloweens. Yes. And dressing up is, was very important to me. You still do. And I still do to this day. I dressed up as Captain Condom and got a white garbage bag and cut out the face and glued it to my face and then covered the rest of my face in white, white makeup. And then, you know, took the tip of the, I angled it and, and then got the little outfit and I got a cape and I, I dressed up as that. I have and then drove I, into the South side of Youngstown ex- and walked into Irish Bob's dressed like Captain Condom. And I stood up on stage the whole night with my hands on my hips Basically, all night I did this. And I found, going through some old photos, I found a photo of me on stage that Halloween dressed like that. Here's the problem, and I'm going to have to edit it. A friend of mine is in the photo with me. Oh. And I, 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 I don't want to mention his name, only because I'm going to tell you what the outfit was. And how in uh, the current state of affairs in the human condition is inappropriate. <laughs> he was dressed like Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima, are you going to eat those pancakes? <laughs> now in the '90s, we all could laugh about that because you know how many oh, how many people have right gotten now. in trouble for doing blackface that have come back and bit him in the ass. It's it's stupid. So I have this. I, I'm digging through some old photos the other day in my office, and I came across that photo, and he's standing next to me in his full fan. It, it is spot on Aunt Jemima because he was a big dude mm-hmm. so he didn't have to package the the dress right. and I mean it was it was looked like he came they tore him right off a syrup a label syrup bottle send it to me I'll get I'll I'm gonna have to I'll white him out I'm gonna have to have you uh, <laughs> do some photoshop on yeah. it so we could bring Captain Condon back to the masses yeah we okay. could do that all right I'll have to send it to you that would be terrific so yeah so that that's what I was thinking thinking about that the whole drive here that it's National Condom Week next week so when you put actually put this up it'll be pretty close to the actual starting date February thirteenth well, we'll go ahead yeah so um. Let me see. Today's the ninth. We're going to also. I'm probably uh, going to put this up. Tomorrow. Yeah, and, and and we're going to use it in advertisement for the karaoke shows for the week too. Sure, sure. And um, I have some connections in the uh, 
STD community, okay. uh, the public sur- public health community. Oh, I was thinking drag racing. That's STP. Oh, yeah. STD. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have a lot of friends who work in public health, and like I said, if everything works out, we will be passing out condoms at all my shows. Cool. Yeah. I think it, I think it would be great. I, <laughs> I mean, I see people walking out of my karaoke shows every night that discovered a moment of passion in the bar as they stare at each other across the bar in an alcohol-fueled state Mm -hmm. where all of a sudden he looks like Ben Affleck and she looks like Mm J-Lo and we need to dance even if it's in the backseat of the car. I see that. and I think as a public health service we should at least provide them some protection if they choose to use it. Don't you think? I'm thinking midnight car detailing service. Ooh. <laughs> lube job. Yeah, Wait, little, should, there should little, also be an option for a lube you job. Know, you just give them a call, kind of like an Uber, and they come over and they clean out your car when you're done. You get a free packet of KY jelly when you believe. <laughs> do you remember the CD 106 days we used to do the bikini car washes? Oh, God. I Boy, say the we, stuff we got I away with. Nothing to the do with inappropriate. It incorrect things oh, we got we could, away with in the 80s and the 90s yeah. we couldn't do today no we can't do that stuff anymore no the cd 106 golf outings mm-hmm. the things that went on on that golf course that conversation came up here it, recently yeah well that, yeah we didn't need to go back into that yeah. but oh my god the stuff that we did mm-hmm. or participated in that and maybe we are not real proud of and received paychecks for and we did get paid. Which basically just made us Fred Garvin male prostitute. Wow. I think I would have made a great male prostitute. I was Because, you know, male <laughs> prostitution is not just about sex. It's about companionship and appreciating the woman and giving her the attention that she needs in the lonely state that she is that she had to make that phone call. I think I could have been that person. Those people are called gentlemen dancers and they work on cruise ships. Interesting. <laughs> I, I couldn't do the cruise ship. I, 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 I can't handle the fact that big, giant cruise ship they came out with that holds 7,000 oh, guests and 2,500 uh, crew members. That's 10,000 people on the ocean in an enclosed space. I'm sorry. I am not participating in that drill. It's not happening. Now, Beth Ann's been on a couple of cruises and loved it. I'm not saying the cruise itself, it wouldn't be lovely. I'm talking about that mass amount of people in a space that you can't escape from unless you lock yourself in your your cabin, I guess they call it, on a ship. The biggest thing that worries me, and I can't help it, I, 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 I don't like to be a doom and gloomer, but when I saw that thing pulling out of port the other day, and I mean, it's just stories and stories and stories tall. I don't think about bad weather or anything. I think about the state of our world affairs today. And I just see a rocket coming out of nowhere, a missile, and taking one of those out to make a statement. I just see everything going back to the early days, like the way the Atlantic used to be. The Lusitania. Oh, that stuff. It scares me to no end. Okay. To be completely and totally defenseless out there on something that size. And then all of a sudden. I guess if you look at it from the uh, that state of mind, you... Definitely aren't going on a cruise. 
Didn't mean to bring it down. Why, wow, you sure did. Okay, let's lean it up. Latex oh. licking good. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine having syphilis and then having a latex allergy? You can never, you, you're done. I, <laughs> I you, think you that can't. would be the least of my problems. I feel sorry for that that oh. per, that one individual out there that has a latex allergy and has syphilis. I'm sorry about that, buddy. Well, I'm curious to see if uh, how young people handle Valentine's Day the, the, these days because everything seems to be antisocial. You know, I'll bet you if you were to go to most restaurants, <laughs> that the vast majority of people that you're going to see out and celebrating Valentine's Day is going to be people probably 40 years old and older. I have to agree with that. Yeah. yeah, And not just because of economics. I just don't think young people are dating. Well, I I, I agree. And you know what else I've seen? And I, I actually saw an ad for one, some local bar. They're having like an anti-Valentine's Day mm -hmm. party. I'm here seeing more and more you're, of those. You're seeing more and more of those. Yeah. Where it's just like these kids, you know, let's... Go out and get drunk and have an orgy. I think they're more into that. Thank you, Pornhub. Thank you. Oh, please. <laughs> At the tip of your fingers, one click away. God. It's ridiculous. I'm and, so thankful I'm not raising kids and now. I, and I'm really upset that uh, the uh, phones are so large now because they make it way too handy. Oh, yeah. To It's so big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. You just leave it there. Let's just leave it. Um, we had our first experience in AI in our last show. Oh, that's right. Let's talk <clears throat> about that. Did you go back and read? Did you, by any chance, go and read it? Because yep. I called you after. Yes, I read it. And it, um, it just freaks me the daylights out. So it's brand new to us. I've been following everybody talking about AI. And then Podbean is the pod hosting service that we use. They're offering the AI service where, you know, it helps you promote it and everything else. But then it also basically starts writing your content and transcribes everything, which I've seen transcriptions before. But how this did it, all we did was load up a one-hour audio track. And in eight minutes, it did all that it was going to do and then wrote a show description. And I was kind of blown away by it because it kind of caught the entire show in very specific references and then even... Um, kind of nuance some of it. Now, I was kind of laughing at how it's like a young kid who finally learns how to write and then uh, exactly. started using uh, just every adjective that they could think of. Right. But it certainly is not how I would interpret our show. It's kind of like some intellectual. Well, tell, before, tell, <laughs> so you basically took our podcast. Just an audio file. And, and the then, one hour audio file. And then did you have uh, to put a title on it with the AI or you just put no, in the audio file? It, it just had put it up in the audio file. I mean, it had the show description and the show number. Just the show just number. Just the show number. That was it. So it was show 40. I forget what it was that I put in there. Didn't, but whatever it was that I put in there, um, it was probably was go go uh, bungalow radio. Yeah. 007. 007. That was it. That's what you put in. That was all I put in. And then that was in the added the audio file. And then just uploaded it. And this is what it and wrote. And it listened to it and then wrote out a synopsis of the show. Ignite well, your senses. 
as the Penn Ohio Go Go Bungalow Radio Show, sponsored by G&J Fencing. Ensnare you in gripping narratives of music, personal uh, evolution, and the intriguing power of human ego. We delve into discussions of an exciting potential reunion of iconic 80s bands at the Youngstown Foundation Amphitheater, shedding light on the art of self-discovery, personal transformation, and our relentless journey towards self-awareness. I love that addition. And an AI wrote this. That should be our (laughs) t-shirt. Travel back down memory lane with cherished anecdotes about personal experiences, school days, and early interaction with performance. This fascinating episode offers profound insight into the tribulations of life and the value of enduring friendships. While exploring personal dynamics, we also engage in a lively discussion on the evolution of the music industry, realizing the potential of hidden local talent and bemoaning the decline of beloved local bars. We guide you through the maze of our fascinating journey across different venues in Youngstown, narrating heartwarming tales about the West Side Bowl and Toey's Tavern. They even spelled Toey's right. That's ridiculous. Enjoy anecdotes about rewarding yet challenging experience of being a karaoke host, including captivating tales of entertaining milestones punctuated with memorable performances. (laughs) Concluding this riveting episode is a dream unfolding, a grand reunion concert featuring iconic bands from the 80s, stirring nostalgia for the music that once dominated Youngstown stages. This episode will entertain, educate, and inspire you as we revisit the past through engaging anecdotes and reflect on our thrilling musical journey. Get a taste of the good old days of radio and karaoke nights, from hilarious accounts of adult toy giveaways, legendary moments with renowned artists, to stories about eccentric product endorsements and unexpected exploits. This episode is a wild ride you won't soon forget. So, tune in and enjoy the music, the stories, and the memories. I can, that's ridiculous. So, it is scary. The AI listened to our podcast and wrote that. And wrote that all in eight minutes. In eight minutes. Yeah. I hate my life. So, I was able to go through, yeah, my website, all of the information I put in here. It even pulled out that we're sponsored by G&J Fencing. Exactly. And they spelled (laughs) Toey's Tavern right. Spelled Toey's Tavern correctly. Which is a one out of five chance, probably. Sure. Well, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think naturally you spell T-O-W-I-E-S. Yeah, that's what you would think it would spell it. But it's spelled T-O-E-Y apostrophe S. Exactly how. Yeah. It went out there in the interwebs. Goddamn interweb. <clears throat> Stuff's crazy. Needless to say, I'm not paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> and we only need a sentence or two. We don't need. But it was fun. That was impressive. We'll see where this all goes. I know. I'm not giving up my rights of my body, facial recognition, and voice to... The interweb. I've already had a couple of people that have um, brought up to me. They said, you know, not that people would want to mimic or duplicate this, but in my own mind, it is my own little battle against AI and all this technology because I am a human being 
that listens to music and likes to put it together and then puts it out, hoping other people will like it. Same thing with conversation. It's sit down with some fun and cool people and actually have a conversation. And I think that stuff is important. Absolutely. But all this stuff kind of scares. I've had people come up to me recently, though, and said, you realize you've put enough of your voice out there that somebody can just put a program together and do what you're doing. Exactly. And I know that. And, it's and that's where everybody's at now. But we've, that's one way we could fight against it is by actually doing this. Okay. Whatever it is we do. Hmm. We do stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, people like it. People listen. They're listening. I, there's a few. There's a few of them out there that are enjoying our, our engaging conversation. But if for no other reason, I enjoy the time that I get to spend with you. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's the 30-minute drive is worth every second I sit at this desk. <laughs> Here it comes. Honey, I told you, we got to get him a sheets card. No, it is fine. I'm just glad I don't need an easy pass. Because I've never owned one. It's a beautiful drive over here. It's a beautiful day. It is a lovely How dive. How about this? It's, I don't want to regress into talk of weather, but I mean, come on. It's very curvy, and the best advantage is you are right on the fringe of Amish country, so I'm not in, in uh, encountering any horse and buggies. Mm-hmm. I am on the. You're you're right on the fringe. Right. So I have a safe drive. Really, all you got to do is go a mile. I know. Going a mile the other direction. Exactly. It'll be. Oh, my God. We've been having a ball. We were at the rodeo last weekend. Oh, and you again, went? I Very enjoy, nice. I, I so enjoy seeing the Amish girls that come in groups. and Yeah. I, I just get the biggest kick out of that. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. Yeah. A lot of Amish boys, too, but it's just something about the Amish girls sitting in there in their coats and their purses, and it's a big night out. Big night. I like it. I like it. This week... Well, here I can show you. Uh, This is the gentleman that we're going to be meeting. Okay. Here's the situation. Valentine's Day is just about here. Hold it. It just went and snuck up on us like the bishop when I'm trying to make a fancy dancing video. You know what I mean? Hey, okay, here comes the bishop. I can't believe it's Valentine's Day already. Now, if you didn't get your honey a Valentine's Day gift yet, I got the perfect gift for you. This Valentine's Day, a floor bouquet is so outdated. What's the perfect way to say I love you? Give it your honey. A beef bouquet from Prime Plus Wagyu. Oh, <laughs> I just pulled some meat right out of my pocket. That's- oh, he pulled some meat out of his he pocket. Did. Huh? It was a, it was a, a meat pocket. A it, meat, it, it was. One of those little meat it wasn't, sandwiches, yeah. but it was Thank funny. God. Don't tell the bishop. Okay. So Dave Myers is is the gentleman's name. All right. He's also a rodeo clown. Okay. He's brilliant. Wow. Brilliant. Excellent. I mean, he's like a star. And then he also does this Don't Tell the Bishop in his Facebook page. You're it's, right. It's, it's hokey. It's folky. The big thing he's known for, and I mean, it, this stuff does go viral, are his dancing videos. Oh, so he dresses up like that at the rodeo. Oh, yeah. He doesn't put oh, on a clown. So he, he dresses does that, like an He honor. does both. Okay. Some glad morning when the shop is over. I fly away. <laughs> nice so he's quite a showman. Very nice. And he's he is a major celebrity in Amish communities. 
it's so much fun to watch his Facebook page and people get upset and there there are people that get on there and be moaning and belittle him sure. for doing this and saying, you know, it's not right to be making fun of those people. And there's other people that just hate the Amish and hate everything about right. this. Exactly. But the overwhelming majority just love it, including the Amish community. He does he's invited into Southern Ohio down in the Holmes County. I mean, he's like an event. What was so, the name of the band that dressed up like Amish oh, guys? That here? was the Earthquakers. The Earthquakers. Oh yeah. boy. We I love that whole theme that they did. We were they're still around. Are they they're really? Still, yeah, they're still playing. Man, they were huge for a while. Um, well, they still are, but they're now like in the uh, uh, the bigger stages, like Putin Bay. I mean, oh, I they're doing I, like like only like big event type stuff. Yeah, they've Good got for like, them. They've got like residencies at party places. Oh, okay, and, I get it. You know, sure. Good for them. But, uh, we were talking about that, Beth Ann and I, the other day, because I introduced Youngstown to the Earthquakers, and the first shows we did with them were at the Ice House. Oh, yeah. Oh, that used to be a great rock and yeah. roll venue. Nice stage, nice room, great parking. Mm-hmm. It had everything, and it just, you know, that's a story for another time. Yeah, so that's Dave Myers. I'm looking forward to meeting him. Folks, you can look that up, too. Don't tell the bishop. Just go on Facebook, and he's really, really entertaining. He comes a couple of times a year. Uh, to the rodeo in Fredonia. And next Friday night is the big night of the midget wrestling. I know. It's okay. I we're we're still we're we're I'm probably gonna go out and if I can grab some sound bites. Okay. And grab yeah, some little I, 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 I just I'm started that new it. Friday night. I'm not gonna be able to join you. Was I'm it sorry. even gonna ask you because of that? Well, there's a, the other reason why you're not going to ask me. Well, the other reason is that's that's actually the reason I would really be twisting your arm. Oh, she won't go. She just will not go. Absolutely not. Too frightened. He's an angry elf. Her her son sent her uh, a little meme two days ago. A little meme? <laughs> Literally. And she, you know, opens up her phone thinking, oh, my son's texting me. And she opens up and she goes, God damn it. And she throws the phone across the room because she didn't want to look at it. I wonder if there's a term for that. Ooh, fear of fear of there is there's got to be let's find there it is. we're googling right there now is. all right thank okay, god for on. google while we're actually doing a podcast fear of dwarves there we go okay let's let's i, I can't pronounce that Acon- on drop less phobia achondroplasia phobia like anchor Plasia. so that'd be a- ang- a- anchor a- a- so it'd be like a- anchor no, achondroplasia phobia achondroplasia phobia the fear of little people usually originates from a negative traumatic experience with dwarves in the individuals call me elf one more time hmm. huh do we need to read the causes and symptoms? Maybe we need to write write another list. Many phobics tend to run away from dwarves. They have nightmares about dwarves. Others may experience a panic attack that requires an <laughs> So she's never seen The Wizard of Oz. We represent the lollipop kill. The lollipop kill. You know what? The lollipop I wonder if that's it. Yeah. I'm one I've heard I I would think that that would be a major trigger i blame PETA on bambi okay anoplesia phobia i would blame on the wizard of oz right then willy wonka didn't help a few more nightmares as a child i i remember 
I was young when I saw the first Willy Wonka, and I will admit it wasn't the Oompa Loompas didn't. It wasn't the. It wasn't. Geez, how do I figure? I don't know if it was the size as much as the faces. You know, they just they 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 instilled a little fear in me, and I don't think it was the height as it was the the facial expressions and the way the hair was and the makeup. Those little guys. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan un- of that when I was when I saw. I was def- I was young. I was definitely afraid of the witch, um, the the apple trees because I was raised. Oh in yeah, an that, apple yeah that forest was rough. I was raised yeah. in an apple orchard, and those 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 apple trees coming to life and right. hucking. I remember as a little kid being afraid of going into the orchard. This is really scary. The fact that we're talking about these movies because we saw them when they first came out. Well, my dad is the one because he saw it in the theater first run. Oh God! You know, back, like way back when, had never seen color right in a movie theater before. That was as closest. He goes, "That's as close as being one of the first people that would walk into a tent and see a train coming at him, right? And right? Duck right. out of the way, right?" He said, "There, there was nothing when it first opened up, and it was in that color." He says, "You know, he it was different. It wasn't black and white. You know, because it was amber." That that had to be huge then, when yeah. people saw it in full color for the that, first time. That scene when she opened the door, yeah, and it was and that Technicolor, it was so saturated. Can you imagine too. what that was like for people back then? That'd be flipping cool. Yeah, I was young when it first premiered on television. Mm-hmm. I remember the big to do and it, the first time on national television, right? And, and we watched it, and it was those were some some there were a couple frightening scenes in there for me. Mm-hmm. My one of my younger brothers really did not like the Wizard of Oz. It had nothing to do with the the little guys. It was the forest, right? The 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 flying monkeys, the wicked witch, the those those trees that reached out and grabbed you. That that those guys were that was that was scary. Yeah. <sighs> um, Willy Wonka. What I remember that seeing that as a little kid was I. There was nothing about the movie that scared me. Until I remember, though, that scene of Gene Wilder. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. But where, where you all of a sudden you have a hesitancy of whether or not, okay, he's been portrayed as being really, really nice. Or is there a dark evil side to him? And there's kind of that sinister scene where you don't know how he is. I remember that really scary. Well, the, the one where he's sitting at the desk and he says, you yeah. get nothing? Yeah. That, that was... You idolized him up until that I point, know. and then it you shocked like, me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I read that. That scene rattles in mm-hmm. me. Absolutely, That's what I remember. Yeah, and then Bambi, which ruined everybody for meat and hunting. Yep. And but I was another one affected. I can remember standing out on the edge of the woods near my house and crying, knowing and what yelling was going into on the woods, out there, like, run, at, run, Bambi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, we got a few more minutes here before the paddy wagon pulls up and they take me back to the home. Okay. <laughs> well, let's do our let's do our quick self promotions and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. I still have. I I, I want to show you my song of the week. Okay. Because I I thought we'd start doing this now. And I I'm think gonna, a song of the week would be a great thing. Either I'm going to pick one out from a show that I've just done or a show coming up, and I've got a cool one. The other thing I wanted to talk about too is comedy. 
I'm hopefully going to run into Dave Robich next I week. I love Dave. I do, too. We we've should another... have him come in to promote some shows uh, we've real ta- soon. We've talked. That and, would be great to so have Dave in. He is the one to re- He still looks the same out of all of us. He's changed the least. He's got the uh, Dick Clark thing yeah. going on. I, I've always thought that. But he's teamed up with my buddy Jerry down here at the Clark House, great little honky-tonk in Mercer County, and they're doing the Funny Farm Comedy Club nights. And so... Dave's got, um, next week, they're bringing in, he's a real down-home, folky kind of fun guy. Dan Allison is okay. going to be the headliner. And that's coming up in Hermitage, Clark, PA, um, next Friday night, the 16th. And tickets are available at the bar. The other thing, though, we've talked a little bit on this show, and I've talked to you about Tony Henchcliffe. Yes. Who's from Youngstown. And he was just in Youngstown yes, here he not was. too long ago. He's coming to the Agora in cleveland very nice He's finishing out this tail end tour i've got a deep dive that even further i i'm telling you we know his father okay somehow all right and we'll talk more about that because i don't want to get into sounding like in trying to ride on somebody else's fame <laughs> but you and i are way too connected have done way too much in youngstown and worked in the hospitality industry that the more and more I hear him talk about his past, and right. we have to know. Absolutely. His dad is a restaurant or was a restaurant owner. Okay. I have hypotheses. Okay. Um, the other one, have you seen Adam Ray? Do you know who Adam Ray is? I do not. I'm going to hook you up with some more videos where you've got to see Adam Ray doing. So he does this take on Dr. Phil. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Phil, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Phil, Dr. Phil, come on up. Oh my God. The great Joe McHale, everybody. Keep it going for Joe McHale. That's a guy who is successful because he's failed. So he's taking this whole. Dr. Phil, thanks for being here, everybody. Here we go. So he's actually turned now this into a live stage show. Okay. And it's a live show that he brings on other comedians and, and things. And then he interviews them. And interviews them. them like they've got problems. Oh, well, they uh, they, as, pro- they probably all do. Exactly. As Dr. Phil. Oh, my God. Are you ready for it? Oh, i got to start watching these. got a good one for you comedy store now look tonight's show is all about perseverance okay yeah and what does that mean exactly well webster's dictionary defines it uh, okay as uh, as going after something doing it right despite the difficulty and delay of achieving success okay now that could mean you're a tennis player at wimbledon trying to dig deep during a match after spraining your twat <laughs> or you might be a fat boy who's afraid of heights, climbing a tree to impress some Filipino OnlyFans model you met on the internet. <laughs> That's funny. I, he does it at the comedy store out in L.A. Excellent. Adam Ray's funny. Funny, 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 dude. So I just wanted to point that out to you, and now you can start watching that, too. And other people that like comedy, those are two. Sh- those are a couple of shows that are coming that are... Uh, Adam Ray's going to be at the up in Erie, PA, at the uh, Erie Insurance oh, Arena, March fourteenth. Very nice. And being that it is love your lover with latex week, and you're planning your Valentine's Day yes. presents and things I know. that you know a, a night of comedy 
might be very accommodating. Oh, I'm I'm holding it. I'm holding my my laughter for Mr. Tom Segura, who I'm going to see at the at PPG in May. That's in May. I got to remember that one too. I think I have it already written down. I'm pretty excited. Though it'll be the second time I've seen him, and he, I just enjoy his comedy so much. He's the best. He's something else. Yeah. Another. Do you watch the podcast? Yes, I do. Yeah. He and his yeah. lovely wife. Absolutely. Pritzina. <laughs> Whatever her name is. Yeah. Just know the big red lips. I know. Um, your show. So what do you got going this week? Well, uh, tonight um, I'm back at uh, the old Toey's Tavern. It's now called T&J's Brick House. That's on Friday nights. It's Yeah, it's Friday. Isn't today yeah. Friday? Sorry. Yeah, no, okay. I'm behind. Yeah, that's my new Friday night. I, I premiered it last week. It went really well. There was it was almost like a reunion of the old days. A lot was, of a lot of people came out that I haven't seen in a long time. We and, talked about this because it happened to you at Tiger's Table, and then going back to Toey's and yeah. watching and following your Facebook page, it was fun to see people jumping on there and asking, "Is this the old Toey's yeah. where we?" And and there were obviously some reunions. Oh, absolutely, there the were, and there's going to be more tonight, from what I understand. Cool. So, it'll be it's nice because you know, um, there's a lot of people, and I, this is why uh, going back there, I think, is nice because it's a Friday night. It's not really they're trying to build their business because they just took the place over, and you know, there's a lot of uh, there's still there's a little cloud that's hanging over the south side of Youngstown because of crime, and but. It's closer to Struthers, and it's right off the exit of 680, and that part of, of the south side hasn't gotten bad yet. And they got a nice, well-lit parking lot, and, you know, and, and it's 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 just a – so they've cleaned the, the place up. The interior is really nice. They they added some pool tables and some dartboards, and it, it's, there's a lot of space for seating. And they have a little stage in the corner that's perfect for karaoke, and – um, the acoustics of the room are fantastic. It sounds great in there. Last week went really well. I was just really, really happy. But what I was getting back to was there's a lot of people in my past that karaoke was a huge part of their lives. I I don't want to say it was I don't want to overstate that, but But in their in the time that they allotted for extracurricular activities, it took up a lot of space it did and and they have a lot of great memories about it and then they got older and they grew up and they got married and they had kids and what i'm liking about this friday night and the location and the the uh nostalgia that's providing is that it's a friday night you know you might be empty nesters now this is a nice place to come to and and you like to sing when you were younger maybe you want to recapture that moment some couples want to learn to dance other couples want to go and sing exactly sure yeah and it, it, that's what happened at the tiger's table too which i'm back there for my once a month visit yeah um saturday night saturday night from 7 to 11 what has been fun watching here with these two shows added now to your uh current lineup your current repertoire is the fact that uh, both of these places have been really, really appreciative of having you. Oh, and yeah. They're promoting you. But I can you can tell. It's not just putting a post up to come on out and they're saying nice things, and you can just tell they're enthused and excited about it. Well, I got off the phone. It means a lot. I, I was on driving here. I was on the phone with the owner of the Tiger's Table because I wanted to make sure that my wife and uh, my father and my stepmother would have seating. Cool. 
for the show. Mm -hmm. And she goes, we figured out a way to get them in. I go, what are you talking about, Melissa? She goes, Ed, the entire bar has been reserved for almost three weeks for your show tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm going, well, yeah, I go, and I thought she was lying. No. And she's serious. Yeah. I mean, it's not a big room. Don't right. get me wrong. Right. It only holds probably about 125 people. But still. Every seating space except for the bar, which they don't reserve bar seats. Right. Every table and high top that's in there has been, a has spoken, been for. spoken for before anyone else even shows up. That's a good time. So that's I'm going to have a enthusiasm. Yeah, I'm going to have a full house right at the start of the night. Like yeah. last night at Cracker Jack's, I started my show and there was 12 people in the bar because after Pool League let out, the place emptied out like the, a bus station. You know, you just got off a bus. And... And that's okay, because then the karaoke crowd comes in, and you know you get that crossover. Well, last night that crossover didn't happen right away, and that first hour or so was kind of like I literally sang for thirty minutes by myself mm. to about twelve or fifteen people, and then forty-five minutes later I had ten singers, and then the, and it turned into a nice night. But Saturday night is just like walking out at a concert. That's been sold out. It's it's kind of mind boggling. That's fun. It's fun. I'm 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 happy. For it's you, good man. for the ego. You know my you know that AA side of me needs that ego stroked every once in a while to keep that dopamine going. <laughs> it's either that or a box of pop tarts. I don't know what you want out of me. So Sunday night, it's High Point again yep. over Niles. Yeah, Super so Bowl Sunday. Yeah, so Thursday, wait a minute, Thursday night, I'm trying to remember what the times are. You start 8 o'clock on Thursday. No, no, Thursday's 10 to 2. No, it is 10 o'clock. Nice late night, and so, so is Wednesday. Cracker Jacks on Thursday. Uh, it, yeah, I was going to, Wednesday is uh, Club Switch, yep. which is up on Belmont Avenue, and that's at 10 p.m. Uh, the Cracker Jacks, 10 p.m., and then you have Friday night Toey's. Which yeah. is it nine? No, that's ten to two that's as 10 well. That's ten as well. Yeah, we're bringing. Listen, I, listen I'm this bringing late night thing. I am bringing it back. This is a goal of mine post COVID, because you know COVID screwed everything up. You know they closed yeah. down the bars for a while. Period. Then they opened them back up and they limited how long they were allowed to be open. And a lot of people got stuck in that time frame where they would go out a little early and go home a little early. We remember, I don't want. Oh God! And yeah. I don't even want to say back in the day. I'm talking six years ago. People went out and stayed out. Yeah. And then you know maybe something. Then of course a lot of them went to breakfast. I mean Perkins. Remember all the Perkins and all the Denny's. Oh, sure. They used Eaton to all Park. be open 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Now a lot of them aren't. No. There's they no, just. No, it's gone. That type of right. late night crowd. I know. But it's a combination of uh, just shifts and changes now people are spending more time at home playing video games yep and the police have gotten tougher yes they have not that, that's a part of it as well you but. know which makes it really really hard i know yeah. which again designated driver campaigns and making it easy for people to go out and right you know take and, some work and I, and I feel bad for the youngstown warren people because i've heard a lot of my friends say uber sucks in our area i haven't heard anywhere it's yet hard to get an uber there's not a lot of uber drivers around right. here and i i think i i don't know how much money there is to be made to be an uber driver in the mahoning valley 
But I, there are people that are saying, God, I can't get an Uber. I can't get an Uber. I can't get an Uber. I hear it all the time at my shows. There's a woman, and there's room for it. There's a woman over here in western Pennsylvania that started her own taxi service called Tina's Taxi. That's a great idea. Let me tell you. And she started off basically taking golfers to golf courses. Okay, you people that come in. We have a lot of golf courses sure. around here. Absolutely. Now, now I don't know how many she has. She has at least four or five, and is just doing a bang up business. Not to mention here in Western Pennsylvania, we have so many, especially under the ground, under the under the radar uh, Amish drivers. Uh, I mean, there yeah. are drivers, professional drivers, everywhere, huh. everywhere, everywhere, and that's good. But Uber, Uber makes me, especially late night Ubering. I think you need a special person, and you need you need people that are vetted, oh, not yeah. just somebody that signed up on oh, an I know. app. I know. It scares me. I know. But that's where we're at at this point of our lives. So we've gotten to that age where I'm just in a perpetual state of being scared. <laughs> Do I get in the backseat of this car? There are wolves after <laughs> me. And why did he just offer me a Snickers? All right. Well, before we wrap this up, let me show you my music pick of the week. Okay. I played them for you before, and they just released the new video. And doggone it, I would love to have them in this room someday. Um, this is a band called the Hooten Haulers. Isn't that fun? I love that that song. Barry Sachs, guitar, stand-up drummer, and the drummer's the soprano singer in that. Nice. Excellent. But I've been following them now for a little over a year. They've got another show coming up here. Uh, I think in Pittsburgh. I don't know. The Kent's is it Kent stage? No, that's Reverend Peyton is coming back. Yes, I, I saw that too. I'll be promoting this show, these shows as well. But I just love these cats. I think they're, if I remember correctly, they're from Missouri. Nice. But isn't that fun? Excellent. Very Disney esque. I like it. Reminds me of like, uh, you know, uh, I want to be like you. I want to walk like you. Oh, talk uh, like you. Oh, from the Jungle Louis Book. Louis Prima. Oh, yeah. Louis Prima. There you go. It's very, yeah. It's kind of got that stripped down. Not right. a big band, but you love that Babu. Stuff. Dude, go out there. Spread a little love. Make I'm going sure, to. Make sure you wrap your wombat. I'm telling you. National Condom Week, February 13th through the 21st. Enjoy. Willie rapping abounds. No glove, no love. Latex looking good. I like that one. I, I like that too. Kind of defeats the purpose, though. Never been a fan of the condom. 
<laughs> I could tell you stories. The Penn, Ohio Backyard Bungalow Radio Show, brought to you by G&J Fencing.